tonight, one of our podcasters is on America's Got Talent, and we need your help getting her through to the next round. And Ellie has a new trick. It's called hitting mama in the face. We need your help with that. And teachers, right at the top of today's episode, I have a question for you. We want to support you, not just right now, but all year long. Tell us how to do that. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to the Upside. Update Packet. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, August 9th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for planners or people or whoever whoever does things that decide where to put things in a city who put playgrounds in the shade. City planners? I guess that's what I was going to say, but is, that, is a city planner the person who actually decides like where parks are going to go and where swing sets are going to go, whatever. I don't know. I there's, think so. There's a great green space near our house that has zero shade. None. And so you was, like can't go there, especially during the summer. We're going to have to wait till it's like freezing cold. I get that doesn't mean freezing cold, but I just, if we're, if we're just out running errands and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to let, you know, Ellie run a few laps, you know, tire her out. Um, that just, that place is just right off the, like, I can't do it unless we do sunscreen and the whole thing, you know? Right. So, yeah. yeah. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for my cheapy pair of fake diamond earrings. They, I have had the same style of diamond earrings since college. They are from Nordstrom. They have them in, like, every quote-unquote carat weight, um, so all different sizes. And they're, like, 60 bucks. I mean, that's a solid investment. Had them since college. 60 bucks? You know, that by, I don't know, when did I graduate college? 10 years? It's a steal. You, um, but if, you know, if they were real. I would like, have lost them. You would have lost one by now. It's oh. Like, it's like sunglasses. The pair of sunglasses that you bought on spring break at a gas station on the road trip, you still have them. Mm-hmm. The pair of like fancy Ray-Bans or whatever that you spent $300 on. It's, Lose them, sit on it's them. Sunglass Hut, you broke them within a month. Mm-hmm. I have an idea that I want to propose for teachers because it seems to me, as a person who is not a teacher, and I don't have any close friends who are teachers. Obviously, I know teachers. I went to school. So I know teachers. <laughs> like, I know people who are teachers. But I don't have any close friends who are teachers. But it seems to me. And by the way, by that, you mean you're not, like, getting weekly updates on what's going on inside your best friend's classroom. Right. That's what you mean. It seems to me that there are there is a lot of attention on supporting teachers and the needs of teachers twice a year. The, the two weeks before school begins and then like the first week of school mm-hmm. and the last two or three weeks of school. Like during those two windows, people are like, oh, we love teachers. Teachers are great. We're going to clear some lists. We're going to send some stuff to their classroom. We're supporting teachers. And then, right, so that's like August. Then September hits and people are like, What's a teacher? Then May hits and people are like, oh, teachers are so great. Our kids are doing so well. Thank you so much, teachers. 
And then they get forgotten about until August when it's time to clear some lists again. Mm -hmm. I would like, here's my idea. I wonder if we could get teachers to call us 800-434-5454 and leave a message and tell tell us, and we'll play these on the show and we'll compile a list. But I would love to know from teachers what can be done, what would you like to happen between September and April that would make you feel appreciated? Because, yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Right, because what what I think we could do is put it on our schedule or a planner or whatever and just say on the 15th of every month, just remind people that if there's a teacher in your life, if you have a school-age kid, if you uh, have a friend who's a teacher, a family member who's a teacher, whatever, just do and – we'll re- and we'll refer back to all of this input as, you know, as, as guidance – but I don't. I don't even want to guess. Like, no. Leave it to the experts yeah. to tell us what is going on. 800-434-5454. Teachers, what can we do to make you feel more loved year round? Yes, specifically September to April. Like once once the shine of the clear of the lists is worn off, how do we how do we lift you up? Here is what I'm loving this week. Now I go to Starbucks the night before, because Starbucks isn't open at my time of day. Um, and then I divide, like I, I put one in the cup that I'm going to be drinking of, like my straw cup. And then I have an extra like refill, so to speak, because I get a venti that oh. just is like extra, but I don't want to put it in a regular coffee cup because then it like spills, you know what I mean? And I have to like put it in my purse. I need the free hands. You know what I'm saying? Because I've also got- I feel like, like, I feel like you left out a huge gap of the, the story. You go to Starbucks the night before for the drink that you're going to drink the next day. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. And so at whenever, if Kelly's out running afternoon errands on a Tuesday, she will pick up a Starbucks and it goes in the fridge for Wednesday morning. Yes. When she gets up at four, whatever AM. That is true. And then in the morning, I divide it into two cups. One is like the coffee cup. It's got a straw in it. I like, that's what I sip out of. And the second one goes in my magic cup and I call it magic cup. Cause if I was going to put it in a second tumbler, cause I, first of all, I don't want it in one tumbler because that's no fun. I want to feel like I'm getting a refill. It makes me feel fancy and I enjoy yeah. it and it's weird, but it's my thing. It just is. I know you're going to get questions, so I'll answer a couple of these uh, um, immediately. Uh, one, uh, she well, the the I guess the only question that you're going to get is, uh, doesn't it get watered down? She gets it with no ice, which is so weird because I picked it up a couple times and it's so odd to get an iced coffee with no ice. But you get more of your drink. I know, but there, you, you can't. Know? I'm so used to doing the swirly thing mm-hmm. when you get an iced coffee to stir it up and it's so weird when there's no ice in there. And what I have found is if you have a really good tumbler, which I do, the ice stays overnight. So, and it's like a little bit good, a tiny bit watered down, like not much. Anywho, I have a whole system. So the second one is this W&P, that's the brand, Porter insulated bottle is what they call it. I have the 12 ounce version. They make it in 16 and 20 ounces. And it's like kind of like an old school canteen, but it's not as bulky. And it's glass with like a, um, what is that material? A silicone exterior. And they'll put your initials on it. 
I mean, you can pay to have your initials on it, which I did. So it's so cool. So it's like says CD on mine and it keeps my iced coffee cold forever. And I love it. And I can throw it in my purse and it doesn't spill. How does it keep it cold? Is it like a, is it a super like heavy glass? Is it a thick glass or is it? It's like, no, it's like a canteen and it it stays cold for a while. And then I always throw it in the fridge at work, Oh, okay. but it stays cold long enough to not melt my ice. So it's not like, Kelly has this one thing. The, it's right here. Oh yeah, the it's it's by reduce and it's a hundred. How many ounces is that? Um, it's a forty ounce tum- tumbler. It's a forty ounce tumbler, and she could put ice in it today, and it will still have ice in it four days from now. Oh, it absolutely Virtually will. Virtually the same amount of ice. Well, it's so weird. When I went out on my bachelorette weekend, I bought everybody one of these cups. I mean, everybody. There were like four of us. Yeah. Um, but I bought everyone of these cups and Jeff was like, oh my God, you're taking everyone one of those huge cups because he always makes fun of me. And everyone loved them. They were such a hit. I got those on like liquid IV for everybody. Not only that, but one of the girls started laughing and she was like, oh, my husband is going to hate this. And I was like, why? And she's like, because he thinks it's so obnoxious that I always am carrying around this huge tumbler with me and this one's even bigger and I love it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, my husband makes fun of me for the same thing. He's like, can you just find something a little smaller? A couple of weeks ago, I talked about my um, face like breaking out or just like, I don't know. It just seemed It was irritating. really irritated. It yeah. was just mad. My face was just, my face skin was just mad at me. And I had tried a bunch of stuff and I couldn't get it like under control and it was embarrassing and I didn't like it. And someone suggested this brand called CeraVe. Um, mm-hmm. It's C-E-R-A-V-E. It's a drugstore brand, right? I got it at Target, but they also sell it at Amazon. They right. sell it at Walmart. Um, they sell it at, you know, CVS, whatever. And it's it's not like prescription or whatever. And they have a whole gazillion, pro- they have a t- ton of products. Um, but somebody suggested this foaming face wash. Um, I think it's for acne, but the person who suggested it to me said it works for any sort of irritation. Your skin looks so much better. It looks so much less irritated. And it's, yeah. And it's, it's, it doesn't burn or dry out or anything. Like I'm not a big moisturizer guy or lotion dude. And I've been using this for what, maybe two or two or three weeks now, Mm -hmm. however long I mean, it wasn't long after that conversation happened on the show that I went out and got this stuff. It's not expensive, maybe 10 or 15 bucks. And uh, it's great. So it's called CeraVe. And I've also, when I bought the lotion or the face wash, the number one, I guess, warning or heads up is um, it might dry your skin out. So I also got this moisturizer that you can wear during the day that has SPF in it. And they're both, they're wonderful. They're Look lovely. You. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's what I'm loving this week. It has become glaring to me that there is a huge difference between how men tell stories and how women tell stories. And I used to like my mom and I used to laugh at my dad cause he totally does this. And Jeff in the past week, you have done this, but like a week and a half ago, Jeff had lunch with a friend of ours that we haven't seen in like two, no longer than that, probably three, four years. Right. I'm like, so how'd it go? Jeff gets home and he's like, good. It's been over five years. Okay. It's been over five years. And I'm like, how'd it go? Good. 
what did you guys talk about? Oh yeah. I mean, they're doing, they're doing well and this is going on and this is going on, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And I was like, you were at lunch for two hours and all I get is like, yeah, it's good. Nothing's going on. They're all good. I'm like, after five years, then. The, the, but the thing with that is, because I know the way that was a work slash friendly catch up meeting. Like that mm-hmm. was helping with the podcast and catching up with someone. And so I called you on the way home and kind of downloaded all the business, like work stuff, part of it. Then when we got, when I got home, you had a lot of questions about like the social part of it. And I don't know. I didn't, I just doesn't <laughs> like, I didn't pay attention to those. I I also got like it. I didn't pay. I don't know. I don't know why. One of our uh, podcast hosts, Moshe, uh, he is going to be doing a TED talk in, Nas- in Nashville, which is super awesome. And uh, Jeff and I, we talked about it. We were like, oh, that's so cool. Good for him. And, you know, Jeff, I think the last thing you said to me was like, Nashville's awesome. And that was it. And literally I get a text from his wife like an hour later. That's like, hey, so I hear you guys are coming to Nashville. And I was like, <laughs> news to me, Jeff left out that minor detail. Because see that. No, you don't need to justify it. I think it's really funny. I just know. But that is, that is a, that is the fault. That's a guy thing, Right. That's motion I because I didn't say I was coming to Nashville. I asked him what the date was mm-hmm. because you and I love Nashville and there are people in Nashville who would, who have not met Ellie yet and who would love to see or who haven't seen her since, you know. And we love Mosh. Yeah, and we love Mosh. But like we would have reason to go to Nashville if it worked in our schedule. And it's only a couple hours up the mm-hmm. road. You know what I mean? It's easy. It's an easy trip from Atlanta. So – that is that is a flaw on two sides of men because <laughs> I simply asked him what the date was and said, oh, maybe Callie and I will come up. And then he reports it to his wife as Callie and Jeff are coming up. And mm-hmm. then she comes to you and says, whatever. And then I'm like, no, I never said that. So there's no liar in that story. Oh, that's, no. That's just – it's just the way the it's, it's incomplete male yeah. information. That's what we're going to call it. Incomplete male information. And then I will, I will say I was laughing because on Sunday we had a work call and Jeff prefaced the call with, Hey, my wife, Callie is getting on the phone because I tend to leave out details. So I feel like she's going to need to hear most of this conversation. And I was like, well done, Jeff. Well done, Jeff. And the guy we were talking to was a guy. So he, he started laughing and He's like, yep, got it. I understand. I am now, I used to pride myself on a person who could like take care of everything and I didn't want help. And I would, I would never acknowledge something like that because that in my head could be seen as a flaw. Now I realize the true power is in acknowledging your flaws. So I have come to accept that I to reference MapQuest for the second time in the past few episodes, I am I am the MapQuest of humans. I will I will get you to eighty. I'll get you within a mile and a half of where you need to be, maybe even a mile. But at that point, I just kind of I leave you sitting in an Aldi parking lot, going, "Wait a minute, this isn't a church. There's they're not getting married here." <laughs> 
And then you got to ask for directions. You got to find out where the church is, et cetera, et cetera. Because that's what MapQuest did for us a million years ago. I, I think that you're in good company. I think it is. I, um, I think it's a guy thing across the board. Our weaponized hamster shirts for 2022 came out and they look pretty dang good if I do say so myself. Yeah, they're awesome. They're always, they're designed every year by somebody who actually designs band t-shirts. Except for the first year. The first year I did it. And then the second year we, cause it was kind of like a last minute joke the first year we did it. And then it became such an awesome inside joke that I was like, okay, we got to double down and um, get someone that knows what they're doing to do this. So since our second year, We've had professionally designed band merchandise by someone that designs for like huge acts, um, which I think is awesome. If you're new to the Upside with Callie and Jeff, you have to go back and listen to to truly the first half dozen episodes ever um, because that's where it all comes together. But basically, we were talking about hedgehogs on the show. Uh, a friend of Callie sent her. We to played th- the episode like three weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. A friend of Callie's called up and said, you don't want a hedgehog as a pet because a hedgehog is basically a weaponized hamster. One of us made the joke that that would be a great band name and said, and and we said, hey, if you want a T-shirt that says weaponized hamster on it as a fake band, it'll be an inside joke that only us know about. um, Send us an email and enough people sent an email that we could justify ordering the shirts. And so now we order them. Every, Every year. year. Yeah. So. And once they're out, they're out. So make sure you get yours. Um, Advisory Horde has, they've been on sale to the Horde for, you know, a couple days before, um, maybe even like a week, almost like six days, five or six days. Um, so if you're not a member of the Horde and you want to be, that is one of the perks. Otherwise go to callieandjeff.com slash merch. Once they're gone, they're gone. Snag them. They are awesome. I can say definitively why I like my Bruch toothbrush more than other electric toothbrushes I've used. Okay, go. Because I had an occasion last week to use them back to back to uh, to go back to my old electric toothbrush um, for a couple days because if I'm being honest, Ellie takes stuff and reorganizes it and we just don't know where it is. So at some point she got the, my Bruce toothbrush, um, and it ended up in my nightstand. I don't know why, <laughs> I don't know how, but I was without a toothbrush for a couple of days. So I go back to my old electric toothbrush and it's fine. It's just, it's fine. Like it, 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 you put it in your mouth and it goes and it cleans your teeth and it's fine. It even has the thing that the Bruce toothbrush has that, um, tells you when to like change the zone of your mouth. Right. That's all fine. The difference is the vibration on the the brush is next level. It's like it's like the little spinny thing that the dentist uses. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize it until you use it back to back with one of your. And then you go back and you're like, oh, this toothbrush yes. stinks. Got to have the brush. Okay. So that's one. And then the other thing is the brush has right on the handle um, half a dozen settings. So you can change the speed and the intensity and and all, all that stuff for whatever and why ever you're brushing. And they have a tongue setting. So you can actually brush your tongue with the Bruch electric toothbrush, uh, which is not something that my old electric toothbrush had. So um, thank you. You can thank, and Bruch, you can thank Ellie for this side-by-side 
comparison. Maybe they put her up to it. Maybe they called Maybe her. they did. They're like Ellie Dollar. They're like steal the toothbrush. Steal the toothbrush. And as soon as the rest of your teeth come in, we'll send you your very own Bruch toothbrush. But if you want to experience that, um, please go to Bruch.com slash upside. That's B-R-U-U-S-H dot com slash upside and get your very own Bruch toothbrush at a discount and with free shipping. One of the perks, in addition to everything I just mentioned, is that they have a program where they'll send the replacement brush heads right to your My house. My favorite part. So, so easy. So you never have to think about it. So anyways, uh, Bruce Toothbrush, thank you so much for being a part of The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Two antennas recently got married. The wedding was okay, but the reception was incredible. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff, 800-434-5454. Could you say that I'm obsessed with Rothy's? Yes, you could. I am the proud owner of five pair of Rothy's, and I was a paying customer of theirs before they were an advertiser on the show. Now, I don't know about you, but as we transition to fall, I always feel like kind of a hustle bustle. I don't know. Maybe your kids are going back to school. Maybe you're a teacher and you're going back to school. But I always feel like I spend more time than ever on my feet as we get into the fall months and wind down our year. Okay, make sure you have comfortable shoes. Life is too short to be wearing uncomfortable shoes. And Rothy's are so cute. People Magazine named their point style the best flat. For their first ever style awards in 2021, I used to see these shoes on celebrities all the time, and I thought they were super cute. The cherry on top is that they're actually comfortable. So you can take them right out of the box, put them on your feet, go about your day, no irritation, no blisters, and you can machine wash them, okay? So my shoes I've probably washed over a dozen times, and they look as good as they did the day I took them out of the box. Another cool thing about Rothy's is everything Rothy's makes is better for the planet. They've repurposed millions of single-use plastic bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. Step up your shoes and accessories this summer and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? Plus, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. There are a lot of ways to support a healthy brain. You could learn a new language. You could take power naps. You could do physical activity. That actually makes your brain healthier. And you can do BetterHelp online therapy. I have been a huge therapy fan since the first time I went over 12 years ago. But before then, I made fun of people who went to therapy. I didn't get it. And now I do. You can change your life, but don't wait a minute longer. BetterHelp makes it so easy. You don't even have to leave your house. You can even do live chat therapy sessions. You don't even have to be on video. And it could be much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, and you can save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R. 
H-E-L-P dot com slash upside just for being an upside listener and taking the leap to take care of your mental health with BetterHelp. I'm really excited to introduce you to EverlyWell. If you've been experiencing symptoms and you don't know where to start, EverlyWell is committed to listening and supporting your journey towards better health and wellness. The EverlyWell Women's Health Test measures 11 biomarkers known to play a role in your overall health and wellness and checks for any abnormal levels that may be keeping you from feeling your best. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers you need. Mine was the Women's Health Test. You take your at-home lab tests, like you collect your sample, they walk you through everything in the directions. You can also uh, watch their videos if you want to, and use the prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician-reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days, and you can share the results with your primary care doctor to help guide the next steps for you. Ever since I got the results of my blood work, I have been taking supplements, and I feel a huge difference in my life. You don't have to walk through life tired. You don't have to walk through life feeling like there's something off and not being able to put your foot on it. Get answers now and get them with help from EverlyWell. For listeners of The Upside, EverlyWell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash upside. That's everlywell.com slash upside for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash upside. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on The Upside, visit callieandjeff.com. Ellie has entered a stage where she's hitting and she hasn't, this is like pretty new as of a couple weeks ago. And honestly, she's really only hitting me. She's not hitting her babysitter. She's not hitting kids at school. She's not, she doesn't, she's hit Jeff before, but not really, but she thinks it's really funny to hit me and she'll hit me right in the face. And I got to be honest with you. It hurts. It's well, and she's, I'm only laughing because that's a funny sentence. She thinks it's funny to hit, hit me. I he, She thinks it's fun. And and that's yeah. Maybe it's because I flinch so hard that she thinks my face is funny or something, but I don't think that she's doing it like to be a jerk. Like I don't think she thinks like this is bad. This makes mommy upset and I can't wait to do it. Like I don't think it's that deep, but I don't like that she hits and I don't want her to think that's okay. And I've read a bunch of different things, Jeff and I have, about kids and hitting. And so far, like none of them feel 100% right to me. So I want to crowdsource this parenting issue, 800-434-5454. And just so you know a little bit about our parenting style, one, I don't want to yell because I feel like, you know, in general, and Jeff, I don't even know if we've talked about this, but um, unless she's about to like hurt herself, I just don't know that yelling's the best way to go with her. And I also don't want her to think that if someone makes you upset, the only reaction is to yell. You know what I mean? Like it's going to happen sometimes, but I just don't want it. Like, well, how do you define every time she does something like she's going to start doing more and more things that are like, quote unquote, not allowed in our house. So I don't want her to be constantly yelled at, but I also want her to know that it's not okay. But how do you define yelling? Because I've yelled at her, like she, you know, draws and colors or whatever. 
And she likes to push her boundaries now with, because our rule is only on paper, only on paper, only on paper. 95% of the time she's good with that. But every now and again, she'll get like loose with a crayon and you'll see her like touch the wall with it. And she looks at us. You know what I mean? Like she knows what she's doing. Mm -hmm. She knows it's not allowed. And there will be times where I'll say, Ellie, no, Ellie, no. And And it'll escalate to the point where I'm like, Ellie, stop to get her to turn around and look, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't consider that yelling. Is that yelling? I don't think so. I just get, I want to, I feel like when she understands like the why of stuff, she's the kind of kid that is like, oh, I'm I'm not going to do that. Because like she needs a why, but I don't know how to explain why to a 22. One, how old is she? 21 months, 22 months old. Um, to a barely two year old when she doesn't get it. And I don't know how to make her understand. I don't even think she would understand like timeout or something like that. I think we have to get um Jennifer from Moms on Call on with us because here's the thing. She's she's the a toddler expert of that duo, right? Mm-hmm. And they have this whole thing where they kind of categorize or whatever toddlers mm-hmm. like and by by determining what their needs are so yes so some toddlers are like engineers and everything needs to have a system and everything needs to have an order and you do a then you do b then you do c right, right. and you don't ever do b before a because that's what's going to cause the meltdown right you do a b c right um i think there is something in your reaction that fulfills her, mm-hmm. whether it's the flinch or the fact that you immediately say, like, Ellie, don't do that. That hurts mama. Get Do something nice for mama. And then she gives you a hug or she'll give you, like, yeah, we call them scratches because that's what she does to the dogs. But she'll, like, scratch our, you know what I mean? Like, scratch our head or whatever. Um, I, I think there might be, I think she thinks... For some reason, I think she's connecting the hitting with the good thing as the result. I do too. And I don't know like how to do that. And our kids, so the Moms on Call app is called Toddler by Design and you can download it and then it tells you like you answer questions about your kid. Ellie is, I've done the questions a couple of times and she's always turns up as a rule follower. So what I want to know from Jennifer, and I've read the Moms on Call books, but all I want to know from her is like, okay, for a kid that's like such a rule follower, but not old enough to really understand yet, like how do I communicate this effectively to her? If you have ideas and you have a kid that's also a rule, rule follower, open to suggestions. I just put it on my list to see if Jennifer will come on her on our show, but I would love your advice if you can. Again, our number is 800-434-5454. Tonight, make sure you're watching America's Got Talent on NBC for our friend Lace Larrabee and Chidi's podcast host. She's one of was one of our first um 1022 podcasts. She is made it through to the next round. Now I didn't realize this because about a month ago she was on America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. And she made it through that that round on TV. Like they gave right. her like four votes and she was going through the next round. What I didn't realize is not everybody who gets the four votes on TV actually goes on to 
the next round. Oh, I didn't know that either. That, that's one part of the process, but the America's Got Talent producers are also looking at how you, you know, appeared on TV, how many people commented on the the social and watch shares your clips. of your appearance, yeah. how, how often your clips got shared. Like they're truly looking for entertainers in every sense of the word. So they're looking at all of the metrics. So just because the four judges give you a thumbs up doesn't guarantee you a trip to the next round. So Lace has been sweating it for a while. And she found out last week that she's going on to whatever this round semifinals. is. Like the semifinals. Mm -hmm. So she is going to be on America's Got Talent tonight. And we all need to share on social media after she's on. We need to share the 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 mechanics to vote, right? Because mm -hmm. she needs our votes. And we need to go watch her clips online. Obviously we need to vote, but watch her clips online, comment, share, thumbs up, Blow whatever, it up. whatever we need to do. So she moves on to whatever the next round is. That would be so cool if we had an America's Got Talent like finalist or a winner that was a 1022 podcast. Host. Can I tell you that the that and by the way, I just want to say Lace is like truly one of the most talented people. And not only that, but she also is like a one of the kindest, most loyal people that Jeff and I have ever met. And she works her tail off. And obviously I don't know the other contestants, but I know how much lace puts into her craft and it's really amazing and remarkable. And what she does is not easy. And last week, Catherine, the other half of the Cheaties podcast, made her TV debut on the freaking Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Right. I mean, and now Lace is a semifinalist on America's Got Talent. So this this is just I it sounds corny, but I just feel like I just feel proud to know them. Yeah, I do too. And I feel proud that they have let us be a small part of their professional journey. Mm -hmm. And so I would like to you know, just say thank you for that opportunity by doing everything that we can to help Lace get through the uh, second round. Here are your three random things for today. Number one, I don't want to freak you out if you have a ring doorbell, but uh, Wired- well, We're about to totally freak you out because yeah. this is nuts. Yeah, Wired did an article about all the stuff that your ring doorbell knows about you. And we've talked about this on the show before. That like, there's, we, we're not running like some secret cartel. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's no like- uh, drug trafficking happening in our house. There's no, there's no. Our lives are pretty dull. Our lives are pretty dull. So, so we don't care if we end up on a camera or two here and there, except this is a little bit, this is a little bit, just a little bit. Alarming. <laughs> Alarming. I get it. So obviously your ring knows, um, you know, your name, your address, all the stuff that you have to fill out to to whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it also has the ability to retain every image captured by the Ring doorbell, which is fine. That's to be expected. I don't care if Ring sees the Amazon guy coming to the door. Right. Uh, it also records, you know, if people are passing by on the street, uh, it records both video and audio. So technically, they have if you if even if you don't have a ring doorbell, but you're walking down the street having a conversation, that file exists somewhere. So now you're like, okay, 
Like, that's a little scary, mm-hmm. right? Here's the thing that freaked me out of all the stuff. Ring retains data on what images you zoomed in on and what you zoomed in on, right? That makes me sweat a little bit, and I don't know why. Because if you are scrolling through your Ring doorbell app and you see the, you know, the neighbor, the hot neighbor across the street taking groceries out of their car, and you're like, oh, let me check this person out, zoom, then all of a sudden Ring is like, oh, yeah, they're interested in booties, Like, that's scary, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Or if you, I don't know, like, I think if you looked at it through through ours to see stuff that I've uh, zoomed in on, most of it is going to be dogs. But still, (laughs) like, oh, somebody in the street got a new puppy. Zoop. But still, that's freaky. It is freaky, but I will say, I I hope if anything ever happens to me, like, check the ring door, but, like, they know everything. I wonder if there's something I could sign that's like, if something ever happens to me, please turn over everything so they don't have to like waste time, you know, getting yeah. a subpoena or anything. I know I'm so weird. Well, it's all, it's all, I'm like, you don't even. Well, but if something happened why to you. There is a reason you didn't want the cameras because you thought you would watch them too much. The rings. I didn't want cameras in our house. No, I, you didn't want something on your phone. There's a reason you didn't want. I can't remember. Oh, well, I'll just put it on your phone and then you'll have it. Your second random thing today, I was reading an article about um, the lightning strike that happened in Washington, D.C. Did you see that? With like yeah. the grandparents were killed, like a set of grandparents were killed. A younger guy was struck by lightning. And I, I was walking Lily last week in the rain thinking, I bet I couldn't really get struck by lightning, but realized that I don't even know what to do. Like if I'm outside and there's lightning. So I pulled up some tips. I had that same thought while you were out on that walk of the story in Washington, D.C. Because Ellie and I watched you leave to go on the walk and we were standing next to a metal fence. And I saw lightning way off in the distance. And I'm like, nope, we got to go in because of that story. But I almost am like too comfortable with it because I'm like, I'm not a tall pole. Right. I'm not holding a metal rod. Like I'm not flying a kite. Yeah. These people weren't though. Like, so I think we all need to just like be aware. Um, It says activities where people are most hit by lightning is fishing, being on a beach, camping, yard work, cycling, and social gatherings. So it can happen. Um, and their advice is immediately get off elevated areas. So if you're standing on a hill or something like that, not where you want to be, even a hill, not like a mountain, but a hill. Never lie flat on the ground. Crouch down in a ball-like position with your head tucked and your hands over your ears so that you're down low and you have minimal contact with the ground because I guess lightning would strike the ground. Um, never did not know this shelter under an isolated tree. Oh, I think I knew that. That seems obvious to me because really? if it's an isolated tree, it's the tallest thing in the area. Yeah. I think for me, it's just like, you're always taught to like duck and cover. So if the only thing is a tree, but that's not what you want to do. Um, and if you're in a forest, find the lower trees to yeah. shelter under. Cause those wouldn't be the first hit. Um, never use a cliff or a rocky overhang for shelter. Really? Well, I would guess if the lightning strikes above you, you could get trapped. Or it like the shock waves would throw you off the edge of the cliff. 
Yeah. Um, and then the two that I think we all know, which is stay away from water, ponds, lakes, other bodies of water, and stay away from objects that can conduct electricity, like barbed wire fences, power lines, windmills. I don't know who's touching windmills and <laughs> wire fences, but if you are, stop it. Uh, woman, here's your third random thing. Uh, congratulations to this woman in Maryland. She had a dream. Her friend, I'm sorry, it was her sister who came to in her came to her in her dream on a city bus. This woman remembered that the city bus number was two three eight one five. So she remembered that detail of her dream. It was so vivid. The ne- that number two it's three so- eight one five that she had to do something with it. So she next time she was at the at the gas station, she went in and she bought lottery tickets for the pick three, pick four, whatever they're called. And she played every combination she could of that two three eight one five and ended up winning twenty five thousand dollars. That is awesome. Numbers that came to her in a dream. Also, next level playing all the numbers in that combination. Like that is a strong conviction right there. Like I don't trust my whole gut, but I trust enough that I'm going to scramble these five million times. Hang on. Cancel that. Check it. Reverse it. Uh, Fake news delivered by Jeff. She actually bought one 50 cent ticket with those numbers in that exact order. And she won $25,000. Okay, well, scratch what I just said too. Just act like you didn't hear the last 45 seconds of the show. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I received an odd question at the playground yesterday. And it took me a minute to figure out why this woman asked me the question that she asked me. Mm -hmm. But now it makes total sense. Okay. When Ellie and I got to the playground, there was one woman there with like two kids. They were playing off, you know, to the side. And then a couple minutes later, two other women showed up. I think there were maybe a total of five kids three women. The kids were all a little bit older than Ellie. So the women were kind of standing under this picnic table shelter Mm -hmm. and the kids were all playing on the playground. And I'm just kind of following Ellie around and, you know, as she moves from swing to kicking her soccer ball to slide to whatever. And when I got close to the shelter, when one of the women asked me, she said exactly like this, these four words, are you the dad? That's a weird question. Yeah. And that's what I thought. I'm like, what? That's You should weird. have said, no, I'm a kidnapper. No. What I realized, like within a minute, and I said, yep, this is Ellie. My name is Jeff. She's too, blah, 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 whatever. What I realized after the fact is they were all nannies. Oh, so they want, they were wondering if you were a Manny or not. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they were like that. I'm guessing they probably work for three different families and they have right. a standing, you know, whatever Monday morning, 9am coffee and playground mm-hmm. thing with the younger kids. Cause kids were all older than Ellie, but they were younger. They're, Got it. They were like, you know, wouldn't be in school yet. So I'm like. Yeah, but then I realized that they were probably speaking nanny speak mm-hmm. and just trying to determine if I was one of them or if I was an actual you. 
parent. Yeah. Hey guys, um, next time Ellie gets a boo-boo, um, Google boo-boo bunnies. Um, I know it sounds ridiculous, but... Uh, they really helped my kids when they got a boo-boo. Um, you put, like, an ice pack in, like, this made bunny thing. I think, like, we would make them out of washcloths, but I think you can buy them now. They just always keep it in the freezer, and then it's, like, a calming thing when they get an injury. Also, yes, um, welcome to the Shocked Parents Club about Disney movies. They are pretty horrible. They're always really good, though. Like, one of our favorites is Big Hero 6. It's so good, you guys. But these, this pair of brothers, um, their their parents are gone. They're living with their aunt. And then the older brother gets blown up in a factory explosion. Such a good movie, though. But you guys, it is pretty terrifying. Um, okay, bye. Hi, Jeff and Kelly. This is Jenna. I am a huge fan of TaskRabbit. I don't know if you're familiar with the app. I have gotten people to come over just to assemble a table for IKEA because I don't have the patience and it's worth every penny. And some of them are really pretty well priced, nothing outrageous. So just some handy people that have time and like to make some extra money. They're not sketchy. But yeah, Task Rabbit is a plus. Kelly and Jeff, this is Rachel. I'm listening to your podcast while getting ready. It's about the grossest things in the office and how nobody cleans them. I feel like that the next time I'm on a job hunt, that needs to be like my number one thing about myself. I always clean those things in my office. I work in an office, very small, nonprofit. There's only three or four of us that are ever in the office. But I clean all the high-touch areas all the time. Extra during COVID, extra during flu season. And yes, they are way grosser, even with only four people in the office. So I don't know how I can put that on my resume. I take care of it. All right, bye. Do not let your toddlers watch 90s Disney movies. It's just a recipe for disaster. My two-year-old... She watched Beauty and the Beast. You think, okay, Beast. The wolves, you know, when Belle's dad is traveling in the forest, she literally screamed in her crib for like three weeks about the wolves coming to get her. So we like took all 90s Disney movies off the table until, you know, she's a little bit more, I don't know, just older. But um, yeah, don't do it. Don't even test it because at some point your kid's mind like twitches, like just a snap and they start comprehending things and like they're not just mindlessly staring at the TV, like they get what's going on. Okay, bye. I've reached the last years of my, I'll be so glad when. I'll be so glad when they're out of diapers. I'll be so glad when they start school. I'll be so glad when they're out of school. I'll be so glad when this, when that. I wasted so much time on that. I'm not trying to be that old wise woman giving you advice, but if I could tell you one thing, don't postpone joy. Find your joy in what's happening today, because that's where it lies.